Welcome. You are now listening to the Anything Goes podcast with your hosts, Greg and Alex. This is Mecca, and you're listening to the Anything Goes podcast. We're talking about Check. Check. One, two, one, two, three, five, twelve, fourteen, ninety-nine. Episode number 99 of the Anything Goes podcast. So 99 happy haunts to you. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Anything Goes podcast. And yes, we are one episode away from 100. And do we have a good one for you now? This is Greg. This is Crazy Greg. This is Pooh Bear. And this is the end of the episode. April Fools. October <laughs> Fools. Trick or treat. It's That's a trick. A trick. <laughs> and we're joined by... Hi. Hi, I'm Alex. Just Alex. Hi, just Alex. I'm going to play a theme song for you. Sure. And everyone is going to understand it when they hear the episode. Okay. So Rob O'Brien, this is for you. <sighs> Uh uh. It's coming for you. It's coming. Ah! Bruce the shark, he's coming for you. <laughs> and he screams. <laughs> you guys have to hear this episode. It's a good one. Yeah, so we have Rob O'Brien on, on the podcast today. And the amazing thing about Rob is one, I am renaming him Reliable Rob. Okay. That's that's his new name. Okay. So he's now named Reliable Rob on the Anything Goes podcast. Okay. And again, you, you'll hear why. Okay, but yes. he definitely delivers on what is asked of him. Oh, yeah. So whatever, you know, is needed and whatever is wanted, Rob steps up and gets it done. Mm-hmm. So a uh, super nice guy, and the amazing thing about him is all of the things that we have done and seen and experienced together in the past 12 years, Right, he's like behind every single right. every single piece of it that we've done it's crazy. It and like, that we love. It's like Disney, Universal, Horror Nights. Oh my haunts. goodness. It's Just, like all this different stuff. It's like, wait, are you like in our brains? Like, right? It's so it's, weird. It's so crazy. Like, he tells us so much of what he's done, and everything he said is just like, Well, you know what's funny? is like, we like it all, maybe because it's the same people behind it all. Right. Very true. So there's some kind of connection with all of that. Yeah. And there's a major commercial that we have seen. Yes. Tons of time. It's funny, you pointed it out to me. Mm Mm-hmm. You said, you're like, oh, this commercial, and I instantly, before you even finished telling me about it, I was like, yes. With Cinderella, and it's in the uh, hotel, and yeah. this little girl, and I remember. It. And and he's like, has one of the main parts of, of making that yes. happen. Like, I want what he made. I know. That. I, I know. Wish well, I would, he does make costumes. I will literally spend our life savings <laughs> on costumes. Well, you hear that, Rob? You have $18 <laughs> coming your way. So. 19, 19. <laughs> um, so, Resurrect Costumes. Yes. He is the owner, and he. he makes it happen for all these haunts and plays like if you want if you have like this 
design in your head and you're like, man, I want this costume. I have this character. I just don't know how to make it or, or where to start, or where to begin. Right. Hey, reach out to Rob. He'll walk you through it and he'll design it for you. So He will. Awesome. And he won't stop working on it until it's exactly what you want. That's great. So That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, another thing that he has a big part in that we love, mm-hmm. the horror makeup show in Universal. Yes crazy which i have a connection with because one of the people that are always in it their name's alex because it's a gender neutral name <laughs> right so it could be a guy or a girl and i always love right. that their name's alex yep 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 and uh he's working with the home haunt now which is a dream of mine to do yes you actually tried to get it done this year and i was like this year might be a little rough but it's not totally off the table yet well, listen, we're not doing this now. <laughs> listen, it's not totally off the table yet. And we may or may mind. not have an announcement coming in our 100th episode that you may or may not know about. You probably don't know about. I but kill you. Well, either way, keep it or kill it. That, kill, that's a segment. It. So it's okay. Keep, <laughs> listen, keep the home haunt. I'm and with it. Kill Greg. I'm, yeah, I'm with it. Okay, great. But Perfect. This year. Uh, that will be edited out. So you just saying you're with you're it is going to make the final cut. <laughs> And that's that. (laughs) Touche. Touche on that one. Uh, So, yeah, Rob O'Brien. Yes. um, Quick backstory, and then we're going to get into the interview because I don't want to give away too much. Yeah, yeah, of course. I I literally, there's like things I want to just like go on and on about, but he explains it better than I do. Exactly. And he, he, like you said, he's worked for Disney, he's worked for Universal, he's worked for Horror Nights, and now he creates and designs costumes for haunts. So it's so many of our loves that it's he... ridiculous. Yeah. And now when I go to, I know he did, but now when I go to Disney World next time, and I see these outfits and costumes, I'm gonna be like, "Wow, that could have yeah. been him." He's connected to every single costume. It's amazing in Disney. That's crazy. Everyone he's he's connected to, like the adorable like holiday Donald Duck uh, costume. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, Everyone. thank you. Thank you for that, <laughs> Rob. Because I fell in love even more with Donald when I saw him in his little Christmas outfit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Donald, I have a personal vendetta against him. But, Why is that? Well, because he tried stealing you. That's right. And my vendetta is that he actually didn't steal you. I, I you know, would have been... <laughs> I'm still here. I would have been a much bigger fan of him <laughs> if he actually took you. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, reliable Rob. Yeah. That's that's my new name I for like him. It. Definitely. And he uh he'll appreciate that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't appreciate screaming shock so much. No. But he'll appreciate reliable I, Rob. You know, it's funny. We'll get it, you know, you'll hear about what the heck that means. But I would love to see exactly what a screaming shark looks like. Oh. Go to Transworld. I, I the, to be honest. The haunted house convention. It's very interesting to me because <laughs> i didn't know that sharks could scream and well, i want to know is it like a life-size shark is it a mini shark is it it's very listen you can go and see it just don't set up a table next to it that's all i'm gonna you say know what they say to do you gotta punch a shark in the nose that that's what he should have did wow see rob there you go well just, you know for future reference yeah just in case they keep put you that in, in mind vicinity of it yeah <laughs> so all right let's get into this yes. episode because the interview is so good and Man, I love when, you know, we do interviews and then I listen back to it mm-hmm. and I just, I don't know, like, even though we do the interview, 
I feel like when I listen back, there's things I like missed during the interview. It's so weird. Well, because you're in it. So like you're yeah. not able to like see it from the outside. Or yeah. hear All right. it from yeah. the outside. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. And then I listen back. I'm like, oh man, that guy's so cool. I wish I, I was able to talk to him. And I was like, wait a minute. I did talk to him. <laughs> but now I want to talk to him again. That's funny. So, so like, to be like, oh, now I have this question yeah, about yeah. this. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Exactly. Right, right, right. Well, we could always but do follow up. Listen, we are going to follow up and he is going to design us a costume. Yes. He is. Listen, so listen. That's that's happening. Listen. That now a home haunt this year. All right, I I'm listening. I want I've always said this, you know this. I want to be Wizard of Oz the group for Halloween one year. But okay. I don't want to do like and I have nothing against Spirit Halloween, but I don't want to do like the Spirit Halloween costumes. I always wanted to do like a very like different, unique Wizard of Oz costume group thing. Okay. Okay. That's why I'm, this might have to happen for yeah. me. Yeah, and I was actually thinking about, you know, what costume would I, you know, want him to design for me and this and that. And he said, he was like, you know, if you, well, I don't want to say it, but he, he talks about like, if right. you want this certain costume, like go to Spirit Halloween. He's not going to do it because uh-huh. already done. But what about like a uh, horror, like Winnie the Pooh costume or something? <gasps> like a, not a zombie, but like No, a, but like, like a, a. Like a beaten up. I don't know. We got to talk. We got to talk. We'll talk. Anyway, let's get into You know this someone's going to do it now, right? They're going to take your idea. No, because Reliable Rob is doing it for me first. <laughs> and we're going to copyright it, me and him. Yes. And we're going to make millions and millions. I like it. So let's do it. Uh, all right. Final thing before we get into the interview. Like we said when we opened, this is episode 99. Yeah. Of the Anything Goes podcast. It. I know. We have done 99 episodes in less than 99 weeks. You know what's... Yeah, I know. You know what's funny? Is 99, I may enjoy more than 100, because yeah. 99 happy haunts. 99 happy, well now we have to get to 999 happy haunts. Yes. So now we're 900 away. I know. But either Listen, way. I'm shortening it, because, yeah, you know. We'll talk about all that next week's yes, episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we've done it in less than 99 weeks, because we've done multiple episodes in a week. Yeah. Multiple times. Again, like you said, we'll get into it next yeah. episode. All right. Because I have so much to say about that kind of so, thing. So I will say this. I love that Rob is our final yeah. double digit episode yeah, interview. Yeah, yeah, That's so funny. Because yeah. I'm a huge fan of his now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Me too. And his work, he has a website. We'll link that. And his work is so awesome. Yes. So check it out. Reach out to him if you want any type of costume for anything. He does it. He'll do it. And... Yeah. He'll make it come to life. Yes. For sure. So check it out. Reliable Rob. Rob O'Brien. <laughs> Anything Goes Podcast. Once again, I am Greg, a.k.a. Crazy Greg, a.k.a. Pooh Bear, and we are joined by... Alex. All right. So enjoy it, and we will see you for our 100th episode next week. Yes. Here we go. Hey, Alex. Yeah? Tell these fine-looking people where they can find us. Well, they could find us on Instagram at AnythingGoesPodNY, on Twitter at AnythingGoesNY, and shoot us an email at AGPodNY at gmail.com. That's right. And y'all can listen to all of our episodes on any streaming platform where podcasts can be found. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Because anything goes with Greg and Alex. Phone home, phone home, phone home!
Hello and welcome to another episode of the Anything Goes podcast. We are like so thrilled to be talking to Rob O'Brien today. We are super lucky to have him on the uh, podcast. He has quite the resume for himself. Uh, Not only did he work on tons of plays, but he's worked for Disney World, Universal Studios, and now he owns his own company called Resurrect Costumes. So uh, Rob O'Brien, welcome to the Anything Goes podcast. Hey, appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, so super uh, excited to have you today. We're looking forward to talking to you. And uh, how long have you been uh, doing costume designing for? Oh, gosh. Um, well, okay. Well, I probably started uh, mostly costuming, costume designing myself, uh, doing uh, improv and then maybe a little bit of drag on the side. And just weirdly fell into costuming because my training was as a director and I just always wound up getting costuming work instead. So that's kind of how that kind of wound up uh, flushing out for me. Interesting. Well, it definitely seems like it, uh, it it turned out well for you. I love it. It, You know, and I always, I always said it's a a different part of my brain than directing. Like I, I love directing, but I also love costuming. There's something, well, it is very physical uh, you know, as far as creating something physically. So it's just a, a different muscle that I get to flex. Okay, very cool. And uh, so so what can you tell us about your company, Resurrect Costumes? So, uh, okay, so Resurrect actually came about uh, probably about 20 years ago after I worked uh, for Universal. So I was on the, the distressing team uh, and the team that uh, put like pulled the costumes from... Uh, the warehouse getting ready for Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, and then as the new costumes were being uh, purchased or made, we would be the ones who would rip them up, shred them, paint them, do all the different treatments to them. And I, I remember a perfectly good white tux. And I thought, wow, this, I wonder if, I wonder if there's any, uh, if there's a market for this in the real world. Cause I thought it just looked, you know, super cool because we wanted putting uh, like moldy looking paint on it and stuff like that. It's like this, you know, this could be a weird subset of fashion. And then that's when I thought of uh, resurrect mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, the word wrecked is in there. It's like not only am I resurrecting this garment, but I'm also wrecking this garment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so clever. Who knew that, you know, 20 years ago <laughs> I'd be trying to explain to people. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> And it just kind of coasted along with me, and I mostly used it for some wholesale accounts while I was costuming shows specifically, not really necessarily get into like any sort of haunted houses or or any shows. It was usually when I was hired to do a show, I would basically use the company for some accounts and stuff like that. And and so uh, most recently, after, you know, the, the lovely pandemic and all that good stuff i was laid off from disney and had to come up with a pivot and that was my pivot so it's like well let's let's turn resurrect into into a real thing yeah well it's definitely a great idea and uh we definitely want to support what you're doing because because we've seen your work and we're big fans of it i appreciate it you know i i I look at costuming as stories and solving problems it just depends on on the particular need of of what the the client is going for but you know, it's not, not always just 
filler costumes. It's like, what, what are you trying to accomplish here? And what are the biggest challenges? Right. And how can I solve it? Okay. And you, uh, so you mentioned Universal, you mentioned Disney. So how did you get started in the, in the theme park industry? Oh, this, oh, this sounds so highfalutin. <laughs> um, I, out of graduate school, so I was getting um, an, an MFA, so a Master of Fine Arts in Directing. And Disney, there, I, there was a connection through a professor uh, with Disney, and they were looking for an associate show director for their Disney event group. And, and so uh, I was, I guess, recruited for that and was in the works for that. And then about a month before graduation, they had a hiring freeze. Oh boy! So, so it's like, oh no! I I was I was graduating and I had a job at Disney. That was going to be awesome. It's like, <laughs> nope. uh, and and basically they said, yeah, keep an eye on the stock market. When the stocks go back up, give us a call. No way. Okay. So again, I went and uh, worked in Chicago, and I worked as a substitute teacher, hmm. and then also uh, with a couple. Uh, fellow students, grad students, we started a touring children's theater company. Interesting. And, and so we toured uh, throughout the, the schools in Chicagoland. We wrote a couple original shows. And then about three years later, I kept an eye on those stock prices. They went up. I gave them a call and they said, if you were here, we could use you. Wow. So, uh, which means we're not going to pay to relocate you. It's like, okay. <laughs> but I was getting rid I was getting ready to move anyway. Like I was going to move out of my apartment. So it's like, hmm, I have to pack anyway. Right. Uh, what's the difference between moving across the city and moving across the country? There you go. Let's give it a shot. Because if I don't, it'll always be that thing I didn't do. Of course. Yep. So funny story. I get myself down here. Uh, at Disney, it's like, okay, I'm here. And he was like, oh, we're not ready for you. No way. Um, I, I'm like, dude, I need a job. And and he literally said, go to Universal. They'll hire you off the street for Hollywood Horror Nights. What? We'll, we'll call you when we're ready. <laughs> oh, okay. So I went over to Universal, and they did indeed hire me off the street. Oh, my goodness. Because they're story. like, oh, you, you know theater? You know theater costuming? You, you understand these concepts? Yeah. Mm. Great. We're gonna. So yeah, I was all you know. That's, entry that's level a crazy gig. story. Yeah. So, so how long ago did you work for Horror Nights? Uh, oh gosh. So we're talking. That was in 2003. So it's been a long time. Okay. Because it is huge now. It's one of the biggest events out there. Absolutely. I, I was. I was there as a, as a guest uh, two weeks ago. I I I go about seven seven to ten times a year. No way. Got to go check it out. Love it. <laughs> Yeah, huh? So, uh, so what do you think of the houses as you walk through them? Uh, okay, so everyone's like, was it scary? It's like, mm-hmm. ah, not the, sure, I don't know. I'm looking for great storytelling, right. and uh, of course, I don't, like everyone, I don't want to conga line through, but yeah, I dilly-dally as much as I can to look at details. <laughs> exactly. But, also, but I'm not nuts, because I know I'm going to go through the house again. Okay. You know, I, I get the express pass. Yeah. I, I know I'm going to see that house at least seven times before I'm done with my little visit. Like Amazing. I, we, we go every single night for a week. 
uh, and then I go back and just kind of hit the ones I want to hit okay. the following week. Do, do, do you still know, know people who work there from, from back in the day? I, I knew of a couple uh, costuming dressers. Interesting. Um, they, you know, they've all moved on and just living here and, and you know, knowing knowing of folks and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, we, we went to Horror Nights for the 25th year a couple years nice. back. and. Like you said, was it the scariest thing we've been to? I wouldn't say that, but it definitely the the production value is is for sure there. That's something yeah, that, that we yeah. went to look for, and you know we've been to many haunts and we we've been to scarier ones, but nothing compares to like the the production that they put on and the time and effort that they put into each house. Absolutely, the, yeah. Just the theatricality of it is is amazing. The set design, the costume design, yeah. A makeup makeup design, the acting, yeah. It it is a very inspirational yeah. uh, haunt, I think, especially for haunters. Definitely. So I think everybody should for sure check that out if if they haven't up to oh, this yeah. point. Yeah. And then what finally led you to uh, to Disney World? More more steady work. Uh, so <laughs> again, uh, I was waiting for them to call me. So after. Uh, the haunt season, or after Halloween Horror Nights closed and was struck, I got my call from Disney to go and start working as uh, basically a stage manager. And so I mm. stage managed uh, a bunch of the shows. Um, you know, many of them are, are gone now, but wound up being a entertainment manager with Pleasure Island, if you remember that. I do, yeah. I actually remember yep. a- every night they would do a, uh, a countdown, a New Year's countdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Year's Eve every night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was a stage manager for the Adventures Club. If you remember the Adventures Club, okay. Uh, I'm not sure if I remember that. But like the the, the the quirky 1940s club. Uh, okay. With a membership, but anyhow, uh, I did that. You know, that's that's one of the great things I love about Disney is that uh, there's a ton of different opportunities to do different things, and and that's that's what always kind of drew me to that. Right. So I did that pretty steadily. Also taught college at the same time. So the head of the theater program uh, at a college in Ocala, which is about an hour, hour and a half north of the Orlando area. And then came back to Disney in a very strange job working with the corporate characters. Oh, yeah. And that was So I was, I was in charge of a, a piece of... Uh, quality control for all of the corporate characters to make sure that they looked right no matter where they were uh, in the world. Wow. How amazing is that? It was like, this is crazy. Like, nobody else on the planet has this job. It's, like, it, it's my job to make sure that Mickey Mouse looks great and all, like, 270 of his friends. Come on. That is insane. It was super cool. Yeah. So so, so Disney would, would fly you to all these different parks? So most of it happened uh, undisclosed location in okay. Orlando. Gotcha. Uh, and so mostly, I was I was looking at it and making sure that it was good to go to the parks. Right. And then uh, I did have an occasion. Uh, I did spend a couple weeks in Tokyo, which was an amazing experience. Also, they outdo Disney. They I I think a lot of people say they out Disney Disney. Wow. Just, just amazing yeah yeah so, so with that time that you came across costumes that that you you didn't okay uh so then so i spent a lot of time obviously rejecting costumes <laughs> uh as well as like 
sending them back. Because, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about, you know, uh, Pantones, making sure that the coloring is right, making sure that things are, are, are manufactured correctly, or if things showed up and it was, didn't know, like, okay, is this actually a safe kind of a thing? Is this, you know, is this, is this going to be a problem? So sometimes, a lot of times, it was just asking questions to make sure that we were doing what we thought we should be doing. Gotcha. And uh, how long does it typically take you to, like, make a costume? Me or Disney? Uh, both. Both. Um, so Disney, the process obviously is very, very awkward. I don't say awkward. It is involved. Because okay. you have so many different entities that are involved, not only in just the manufacturing process, but just in the approval process. Well, the de- well, everything from the design all the way to the approval process, there are just a ton of hands involved and a ton of approvals. Right. So it can be, I mean, costumes take well over a year. Wow. Yeah, because they are involved because you're, you're dealing with, uh, you know, 3D scanning, making sure that, you know, the human form, you're, you're dealing with uh, making sure that it's safe, making sure that, you know, nobody's going to have a repetitive injury from uh, using this costume over and over. Fabrics have to be tested. Can they withstand washing? Hmm. Yeah, it's and then plenty of things do get rejected along the way as they're trying to solve those problems. So I don't, you know, making costumes for my company, I keep those things in mind and those lessons in mind. But it's typically like my approval process is, hey, person who's hired me to do this costume, (laughs) what do you think? Right, right, right. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. And what's like the, how long does a costume typically like last? Like a Disney costume where they have to make a new one every so often? I think, uh, well, the parks tend to want them to last much, 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 much longer. <laughs> I think the um, I bet. the target for manufacturing is, uh, what was it, three months or six months, something like that, maybe a quarter. They're used daily. I mean, they are, right. they're, they're cool. They're, they're on and being washed, and so they've got to be made to last. Right, right, right. And uh, did you have part in a Disney commercial at one point? Magical. Yeah. Um, so there was a there was a Disney commercial and they wanted Cinderella to uh, be on the stairs at the Grand Floridian and this was um, kind of right after the, the movie and so they wanted to replicate that blue dress because of course the actual blue dress wasn't available. Okay. And but they wanted that blue dress but they they wanted to add a train to it. So basically they wanted like the Annie Leibovitz designed train for the film shoot she did to go onto the movie dress, which it did not have a big long train. Hmm. So got to uh, work with designers and construction folks, and we put that together, that dress together, in less than two weeks. Wow. And, and, and that was importing fabric from... Uh, the UK, the bodice fabric was the same fabric that they used in the movie. There was this fabric called Yumasima. Oh my gosh, it is like the finest. It's like holding nothing. <laughs> An air current makes it waft away. I believe, it was it? Oh, I'm getting my numbers wrong. I think it was something like 
$375 a yard. Jeez. Goodness. And I bought out, did that come from Sweden or Norway? And I bought all they had. Wow. And I did, I still didn't have enough of it. So then uh, <laughs> I had that and I had three different types of silk being custom dyed in New York. All of this happening in two weeks. Jeez, man. And our, and our pattern maker literally made the pattern on the performer. And it was, it was incredible just watching her throw this fabric around and build it. And it's like, it was crazy. It was yeah. awesome. But it, it, it came to life that quickly, huh? Had to. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> had to. Yeah. So yeah. That, that, was a, that was a great fun project. And what made you take your talents over to the haunt industry? Well, again, so um, after the, the pandemic, my entire department of Disney pretty much was eliminated. Mm. And so I had to come up with a pivot. And during that, that downtime, Alan Hops from Still Be Studios, Dark Hour, Haunt, um, was doing almost daily live feeds. Hmm. So watching him sculpt, watching him you know build hmm. stuff, basically just kind of building building a community over on YouTube. Really interesting. And and he basically said, "Oh, if anybody's interested in getting into this business, like reach out to me." Wow. So I did, <laughs> and I, I told him kind of the story of Resurrect and how it started, and kind of my skill set. And he vaguely knew me, you know, as a watcher, as a audience member, whatever. Okay. And here are the things that you should carry that the hot industry needs that nobody else is doing. Okay. Yeah. So I researched the ones that I felt were doable for me, and uh, I was interested in, and I think that was like. Uh, January, and then the, the target was to have that already to go to Transworld in March. So I went to the Transworld Halloween show and kind of showed showed my first round of wares. Yeah, and how did that go? It was a huge learning. Did not make my money back, but I started paying attention, uh, seeing what people were at. First of all, listening to what people were asking for. Hmm. Uh, how they ask for it, what their process is. Because me, as a costumer, I'm looking for pieces and parts to put put together my look. And I really felt that a lot of the haunters there and the haunt owners, they need the look put together, not not need. They want the the look already put together so they can just say, yes, I want that. Right. As opposed to the pieces and parts. I gotcha. So the thing that I, I had to tell myself is that nobody is coming to this market looking for me. You know, they're coming to see the vendors they've known for years. If I get to shake some hands and get to know some people, that is awesome. My goal is to get my brochures into their stack of brochures. Exactly. Listen, those those conventions, it's all about networking and uh, meeting the right people and getting your name out. So. Yep. And unfortunately, yeah. my booth was right next to a screaming shark. So <laughs> I was fighting with a screaming shark like oh four, four days. Um <laughs> So yeah. I think uh, next to Gorgalore, which is, you know, I love them, but it's like, literally, I could not hear anyone. They could not hear me. Oh, man. Like, well, hopefully, so, yeah. if, you, if you do another one, you can, like, uh, ask for a different <laughs> different spot for your setup. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I've, I've uh, already submitted for next year's uh, Transworld, and I did put, I uh, would prefer not to be near, near Gorgalore. <laughs> 
you know, oh, and, and then she said, oh, yeah, we usually get complaints. It's like, oh, I'm not complaining. Right. When I saw where I was, I knew what I was in for. Uh-huh. Okay. Like, I know I need to go buy more throat, uh, you know, throat lozenges. Exactly. Or, How funny. Like, yeah. yeah, I know I know what I'm in for. Mm-hmm. So have you been to other haunts besides Horror Nights? Oh, um, yeah, I, I visit some of the, some of the local haunts. It's kind of funny. I'm, I'm right now taking a break. My haunt fam as they're putting up the walls for their home haunt. So I help out, uh, the dark manor in, uh, Champions Gate, Florida. Yeah. So it's oh, just, awesome. just a home haunt. They've been doing it for 13 years. No I've been way. helping them for three. Yeah. How it's, cool is that? All right. It's, it's, you know, I, I like to think of it. Well, for me, it's a little experimental. To, to me, it's like a little experimental theater company. Like they've been doing it for a while, but I come in and go, but what about this? Like I'm, I'm very story driven because mm. of my, my theater background. Right. And, and so I, I always question the tropes. It's like, but can we build this into the story? We always can. Mm-hmm. But, but let's not just flash to another, like, wait, why are we in a butcher shack? Exactly. You know, let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's try to, connect some of these tissues together okay okay what's well, that i think it's a great thing when, when horns collaborate with each other and and i, I feel like the, the more minds the better because everybody has sure. their different you know strengths and to bring it all together it it, it only helps it's super collaborative yeah. yeah for sure and uh any favorite scary movie of yours or favorite uh horror villain oh god um <laughs> I, no, oh i you know what i really should have an answer for that saying i don't no, all right. I really don't. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's like I'm loving, like uh, you know, what we do in the shadows because I'm I'm always up for some silliness, and of course, they have beautiful costumes as well. Yeah. So, okay. And any favorite like costume that you've that you've designed of your own? Oh, um, ha, the next one. <laughs> the next one I get hired to do. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Because the one that's you know the one that's already done that's already been etched sketched out of my head you know the uh, I, I love the process of of dreaming up the next thing and mm. that's I love, yeah my brain gets to do all that fun stuff like right yeah. now I'm trying to come up with what I want to show for Trans World and okay. you know I've got I've got like some some kind of standard stuff that I've been asked for but then I'm trying to come up with like two or three like showstoppers like i don't mm. care if i sell this but i want it to be pictured in every blog nice nice you that's, know that's, a good that's, goal, yeah. that's my goal okay that, that's well, my other to goal is to have a costume stolen by spirit that's that's one of my goals too <laughs> i want to see i want to see one of my ideas show up as a spirit costume okay fair enough fair enough uh all right so wait so, so let, let's get into the segment then because uh, that you mentioned spirit. We have a segment on the show, right? And it's called Keep okay. It or Kill It. All right, so I'm going to kind of rapid fire some things at you and and you can keep it if you like it or kill it if you hate it. Or, keep or, it or, or kill it? Yeah, keep it or kill it. So keep it if you love it or kill it if you don't like it. Okay. All right, so CGI. Kill it. Kill it. All right. Uh, how about animatronics? Keep it. Keep it. All right, so I had this one. Stores like Spirit Halloween that sell costumes. Keep it. Keep it. All right. Yeah, pe- pe- you know, I I don't want to say like low hanging fruit, but 
uh, if people are going there and buying costumes and dressing up and playing in Halloween, let's call it a gateway a gateway store. There you go. All right. How about uh, all the changes that Disney ha- has made has made recently? Keep it. Keep it. Okay. Growth growth is inevitable. Gotcha. What about Universal's horror makeup show? Keep it. I love it. I also know all those actors, and they're adorable, so keep it. I'm a big fan of that, too, that show. What about, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but what about, like, touch horns that that they could touch? Um, I think it depends on the touch. I don't, uh, like, I'm not into torture porn, but, you know, (laughs) if it's just a a nudge or something like that, keep it. All right. That doesn't bug me, but if it, yeah, if you're, yeah. All right, so final one. Keep it or kill it. Screaming sharks. Scream it. Kill it. Kill it. No, no, put it where it needs to be in a haunt and not right next to me. Kill it. Kill it. And actually, uh, the first night it did die. Like, it's like, it's really quiet. It's quiet. It, like, it broke and then they were there later they fixing it. Damn. It's so funny. So funny. So what can you tell us about the horror makeup show? Because uh, that's a must-do for me every time I go to go to Universal. Oh, you know what? I, because, like I said, I know all those actors or most of the actors. It delights me seeing them being silly and, and, yeah. and doing that. So it, And, of course, I, I go. I, I feel like I'm a proud mother because I've stage-managed so many of them. It's like, really? oh, look at them up there. I think it's great. It, it really it's a must-do must do every time we go. It really, really is. Yeah, it, yeah, it's super fun. Yeah, yeah. All right, and uh, any any uh, new projects you have coming up that we should keep an eye out for? Oh well, I think you know my next thing will be probably yeah releasing my my trans world costumes. Uh, I'm I'm really excited. I've got some overseas vendors working on some stuff, and uh, I've got some fun stuff in the works. So I'm really awful with social media. Uh, so, you know, maybe that's the next thing I need to do. Hire a social media manager. I think so. I tell you that, that that's like the way of the world today. It really, I'm really is. i just awful at it because like, I, I just completed a whole bunch of uh, like unique superhero costumes. Uh, so, so let me ask you one other question about the Resurrect costumes, right? So somebody comes to you with an idea and they want you to create this costume. What's the process like for that? So, so if somebody wants something custom, uh, usually I want to know... You know, what are they trying to do? They have an idea. And then um, we start playing with pictures and either I draw something or come up with some sort of a a mood board. Uh, The one thing I I don't do, I don't knock off other people's IP. So if somebody like says, can you make this blank? You know, can you make me a Freddy Krueger? No, go to spirit. Um, You know, it's like, I. (laughs) But if they say, I want a like character, it's in that same vein, then we'll start playing with some pictures back and forth and figure out, you know, um, how I can help them. But it, it, it's pretty collaborative. The more I collaborate with people, the more I build a shorthand with them so I know, like, what they're looking for. Right. And, and certainly if I know their haunt or work with their haunt in the past, then I can, like if they say, oh, we're going to change this room to this, I can typically go with a, uh, one of the houses for SeaWorld's new hollow screen here in Orlando. I did a house and a scare zone. Really? And the house was already designed. They just need somebody to create those costumes. So I did that. But with the scare zone, mm-hmm. I basically, I got the scenic and kind of a story. And they're like, costumes for this. 
Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> so the collaboration process is, is kind of different for every entity because I'm, I'm, I'm learning how to dance with them. Like what, like what do you need from me? What do you want from me? What story are you telling? And what problem am I solving? Right, right. Okay. All right, so how about this one, right? <clears throat> In 100 years from now, when uh, all your costumes are made and people are wearing it and it's out there, what do you want people to remember the name Rob O'Brien as? Reliable. Okay. Yeah. I'm in service. I am in service to their haunt. I am in service to their story. Uh, I I want people to know that we asked him for this and he delivered it. Mm, right. And cool. he delivered it on time. You know, it was awesome. He was reliable. Good. All right. Very nice. Because we're, we're actually <clears throat> in touch with a lot of haunts. We, we do a lot of... Uh, visits to haunts, a lot of episodes, and we interview a lot of haunt owners, and we're for sure going to pass your name and information along to them, and uh, hopefully we can make some, some more stuff happen for you. That's awesome. Yeah, that's one of the things I hate, like in Haunters Hangout, when people are like, hey, is so-and-so delivering? You know, like, what has happened to them? It's like, that is the very last thing I would ever want, uh, is, is to sell somebody something and uh, disappear. Right. So, right. like... When I do show at Transworld, I kind of know where my cutoff is, where I was like, I know I can't make any more of these. You know, so I'm not going to set somebody up. Or if they were to say, oh, I need this in two weeks. And if I know I can't, I'm not going to say yes. And I'm not yep. going to take the money. That's fair. Fair enough. Good. Because, you know, yep. it's not that big of an industry. I don't, <laughs> I don't have uh, the energy to keep building new co customers for the ones that would be ticked off. So I hear that. I want to be a reliable supplier for them. Okay, well, that's fair. I think that's all anybody can ask for, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one other thing I wanted to touch on. Did you have any any uh, thing with, with American Idol and, and some events that they threw? The only, again, all of this is through Disney. Um, so with American Idol, the four or five contestants would come and there would be a whole Disney motorcade and they would have a day of, uh, or actually a couple days of, of filming the B-roll and whatever for the parks and advertising. And we basically would create, well, we would uh, shop looks for them uh, in kind of like their brand. And because hey, this is funny, I never watched the show. <laughs> I didn't know who any of these people were who were coming. So I had to go talk to other people. So we have their measurements. No way. And it's like, so what, who are they? And I'm, so I'm looking on the internet, finding pictures of them. Yeah. What are they, okay. What's their style? And to this, I don't even remember the guy's name, but he, <laughs> he was very much a, a country. So I, I basically went out and I created a store that was like his brand store. He could just walk in and pick whatever looks he wanted. Okay. Uh, for for the shoots and stuff like that. Right. And then go away. And like he basically came through and shopped what he wanted. And I, then I took everything back that uh, he didn't want. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. How funny is that? So you must have met some celebrities in, in your time, huh? Uh, a few. A few. But uh, I often, you know, I don't think of celebrity. I don't say I don't think celebrity special. <laughs> um, they're just people. Yeah, true. They're, they're just people doing their true. job, and they got a lot of people 
that are relying on them to do that job because uh, celebrity is uh, they are their own industry you know yeah these 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 actors are their own factory and they have to keep producing product time that i'm with them i want to help that god yeah understand that None of that is personal. Well, unless they come on and say, you, you are horrible. But, you know, if I'm producing costumes for them and, or acquiring costumes for them and they don't work, well, I'm not going to break down and cry. It's going to be, oh, right. crap, well, let me go find what will. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm in service to that, you know? Yep. Got it. So it, I always think it's, you know, smart to have your head screwed on and not take things personally. Of course. I mean, not everybody's going to be a fan of everything somebody does. So it's correct. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not always going to get it right. You know, especially <laughs> if I'm, if I'm buying stuff blind, right. you know, I could be the right color for them. I may not know what set it's going on to. I may not have all the information. So that's right. why I overbuy. It may be a brand that they hate, may not fit them. There's so many. Yeah. So I just, I just have to show up and try to do the best for them okay. and also be a, a reasonable voice like if they put something on and like oh my god i love it and i think it's not flattering i need to have that talk with them going i don't think this is the right look for you oh for boy this. that that, that must know? be some conversation I, I just did a costume for uh a friend of mine who uh is over at gatorland they're doing a, a fun uh halloween event and she had uh, a top and she's like can you, can you dye this? And it's like, sure, sure. And she put it on. I was like, I don't think you're going to like what that looks like. <laughs> I'll dye it. But I also went and got her another shirt. Right. I went, this is the one I think you want to wear. I don't think that's going to be the one you want marketing images in. All right. Well, that's it. Just be honest. I really think people respect that. Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm not making fun of them. No, no, no. Uh, I know. I know. You know, I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be a mirror. I don't want to make anybody self-conscious, but also I want to make sure that they look amazing and f amazing because costumes should be fun. Right. Hey, so R Rob, where can people reach out to you if, if they want, you know, if, if they want to work with you? How, how can they contact you? Is there a website? Yep. Uh, you can go to my weirdly spelled website. It's resurrect, R-E-S-I-R. W R E C K E D dot com. Um, and I also think if you Google resurrect costumes, oddly enough, nobody has names similar. So, uh, <laughs> all right, well, that worked out. And we're going to link that website to this to this episode so people can find it really easy. I appreciate easy. that. Yes, so people yeah, will have no problem. They can instant message me for any sort of collaborations or anything like that. I certainly don't have everything on the website that's. Yeah, website. It's like, okay, make costumes, make website. I will make costumes. <laughs> so it seems to be a bit of an after, uh, afterthought. But. Right. Well, we wish you all the best of luck in, in all your future projects. And I appreciate that. Yeah, Thank you. And before my days are done, I would love nothing more but to collaborate with you and, and have you design and create a costume for us. And that'd be I'm like... In. Yeah. So if you're in wearing, and we'd love to have that, and we can... Uh, wear it and we could put it out there on our social media page and, and show everybody the work you do. So let's talk after this and, uh, and, sure. and, and let's get you something to, de to design for us Woo! for sure. We'd love that. Rob, we appreciate the time. Thank you so much for being on the Anything Goes podcast and we will for sure speak soon and, and we're going to make something happen. Absolutely. It was a great, great time. Awesome. Thank you. 
Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. We'll talk soon and uh, best of luck. We'll, we'll be keeping an eye out for you with, with all the stuff you do. Appreciate it. Great. Thanks for listening to the Anything Goes podcast with Greg and Alex. See you real soon. Suckers.